What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel confident about your ABDL side so that you can enjoy it with your significant other. I'm your host, Lo, and thank you so much for listening. This week's guest, Ricardo, is going to share some of his real-life ABDL experiences with previous girlfriends. So if you haven't told your partner about ABDL yet, I think hearing his stories will give you some inspiration to believe that you can tell someone about ABDL too and it can actually go well because I really want you to know it's possible for you. I know talking about ABDL with a vanilla partner is not easy at all. In fact, it's probably one of the biggest challenges that we face and it's kind of interesting how we feel so much unnecessary shame for liking what we like because it's actually pretty innocent and sweet. But don't worry, I'm here to help you. I created a free bonus podcast training to help you overcome your shame around being ABDL. This bonus podcast is completely free and you can find a link to download it at the show notes of this episode at thelittlelounge.com slash 139. That's thelittlelounge.com slash 139. On that same page, you'll also find a little video with a 90-second teaser for my latest audio roleplay episode. If you didn't already know, I started creating realistic, genuine, and nurturing mommy audio roleplays. So if you're into loving and caring mommies, but you don't have one at the moment, be sure to check it out. It will help you get into little space. It's only $5 to get access to over 16 roleplay episodes, and I know you're going to love it. By the way, you should know I create two different versions of each audio, one for boys and the other for girls, so everyone's included. Again, that's thelittlelounge.com slash 139. Before we start, I want to give a quick shout out to some new patrons of the show. Huge thank you to Wilson, Rick, Colin, Scott, Kevin, Josh, MJB, and Simon. Thanks again for joining my Patreon, guys. It means so much to me. Now I won't make you wait any longer. Let's get started. What's up, Ricardo? Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Long time coming. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. I know it took a while to get on the phone here, so I'm <laughs> excited for it. As am I. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what you identify as within the ABDL community? Uh, sure. So I'm fairly young, about 24 years old. Uh, I identify as a switch. Recently, I've been feeling more DL than uh, AB, but, you know, it, it, it comes and goes. But, yeah, I you know, I like being, I like all the aspects of being a baby, but also like still caring for someone and being in that, that dominant role. But sometimes it's nice to just let that go and and be submissive, especially for me, because I'm uh, I'm kind of a big guy. I'm six three and about you know two sixty or so. So people can see me as kind of intimidating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but and I forget that sometimes when I'm when I'm dealing with people. But I mean, if only they knew what a big softy I was. <laughs> right. Like I really like that. I mean, I feel like with me and even my boy, especially like from the outside, people would never assume that this was something that we were into which kind of makes it more special in a way. Yeah. It's like our little secret. So that's really cool. Talk to me a little bit about this, like feeling more DL recently. Does that, have you found that it kind of like comes and goes in waves? Yeah, I think so. It's really kind of like, I want to, I don't want to equate it to the binge and purge cycle because it's not that bad, but it's more like DL is for me, it's like you can, you can experience it anytime. Like you can integrate it into your life pretty well. And it's just, you know, adding diapers in without 
any of the babyish stuff. Whereas AB, you need a few more props to break that suspension of disbelief or that illusion, kind of. Let's see, what was I think? Oh, yeah. So one thing I really like about the, all this is um, dichotomy. Like, I like the two opposing forces, things that shouldn't be, you know, together. Like me being a big guy and <laughs> being into this. Or like, um, like I really have a thing for, for strong women because that's kind of what I grew up with with my mom and my sisters. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm the oldest, they're very headstrong. But I really like that idea of a strong woman who's independent and can do everything by herself being forced or being, you know, wearing diapers or being dependent or that kind of exact opposite of what their uh, personality is and that kind of vulnerability that comes with it as well. I love that too, because it's like you get to see a side of them that no one else sees and just having that little secret life is pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. It's funny that you um, related that to the binge and purge because that was kind of what I, I was getting at. Like, do you feel like it's just easier to be a DL because literally all you have to do is wear and it's a lot easier to do, I feel like, on your own? Or do you feel start feeling like a little bit ashamed of like the little side? That's a very good question because I I've been, I was thinking about that recently uh, with how I've been feeling because I've just been really stressed from from work and school and everything. I got this habit of just for some reason overloading myself every semester when I say I'm not going to. Um, yeah. So being a DL and just like wearing when I go to school or university or like when I have to go tutor, just you know, because I drive long distances sometimes for some of my tutoring, so that. That helps for obvious reasons. Yeah, uh, it's convenient, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about it recently, and I don't know if it's just because I've been seeing more, and I, and I don't want to use this word, but it's it'll make sense to people here, but like more like cringy type stuff about some people who have been posting things or putting things online that like, it's like, dude, come on. Like, like nobody <laughs> wants to see that, please. Trust me, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I see that kind of stuff. And I, I think to myself, I'm like, am I like that? Is that me? Yeah. Do I not have self-awareness? But, no, but uh, the fact alone that you're asking those questions tells you you're, you're definitely more self-aware. Yeah, that's that's definitely the conclusion I come to afterwards. <laughs> but so so a lot of that stuff, like I still, I'll, I'll be on like Etsy or I'll be on like other places where I'll see you know, AB clothes and other stuff. And I'd be like, Oh, that's going to my wish list, or this is going here. But I never jump on it because I have, I mean, a, a considerable collection now. And I have to think to myself, okay, I can buy you know one or two things, but I don't want to buy too much. Like my favorite thing, I forget who, who it is that I buy from, but they do training pants, but then also like regular underwear with very childish prints and that kind of stuff. I like, like I have, a few of those that I wear sometimes when I just want to go incognito, you know? Right. Just get a little feel for it, but not go like totally committed, right. you know? But more and more, I've been feeling like uh, my AB side, really, I, I would like that in a sort of relationship, which is what I had recently or had up until recently. But I feel that kind of AB caregiver uh, dynamic works really well. And I don't like exploring that on my own because in the traditional sense it doesn't make sense for a baby to be by itself (laughs) yeah 
However, the DL side, like you said, I can do by myself and enjoy it and have fun with it as is. Yeah, that's really interesting. My boy and I talk about that a lot because he kind of explains to me that because I'm trying to ask him questions about his little side when we first started talking and he really didn't know what kind of little he was because he's like, I don't have anyone to encourage me into that headspace. So it's kind of just like me sitting there in a diaper watching a, a little show. That's about as far as it had gone. And I, I thought about it and I'm like, it's so true. How do you get into that headspace where you, it feels like authentic and genuine when you're by yourself and you're a little? It's hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that hard with my last girlfriend I was with trying to explain to her what I liked in, in my women or my girls, like acting like a, like a little kid or a little girl. And it kind of, we got to a point that was, uh, it was pretty good every time that we, uh, we got into it. It was mostly me putting out the prompts or saying things and having her react to it. But Towards the end, she did start saying some stuff on her own, and uh, oof, she got, she got good at it. Really? Okay. So, <laughs> how did you introduce her to this whole ABDL thing? So that was slow going. About a year ago, we met working at the same place, and slowly, I would, when I was ever in that part of the store, I would like tease her, and um, you know, eventually. People, other people started seeing that we should have been in a relationship. And eventually, long story short, we did get into it. But what happened was the first movie, the first date that we had was actually that uh, Christopher Robin movie that came out last year. Oh, okay. Funny enough, yeah. <laughs> a little, little movie. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was after that, as I was driving her home, that... After I filled up my car in the gas station, we were kind of just sitting there, and I, I kissed her, the first kiss at that moment, and I was just so high in the moment and feeling so great that I was, I just started telling her, not everything at first. She says that I kind of divulged everything to her, but I don't remember. <laughs> it's a I lot. Think. Even a little bit's probably a lot for some people. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like I told her, I like, you know when girls or women act younger or act like little girls or act all sweet and innocent. I like the kind of corruption of innocence fantasy. I said, I absolutely love pigtails or twin tails, whatever you want to call them like that. That of itself is amazing to me. But I told her I also like girls when they wear overalls or short alls or cute little dresses or this or that or little things. But I didn't get so far into it. She says, and she would swear that I, I told her that I like when, when girls wear diapers. I could have said that. I'm just <laughs> going to put it out there that she said that I said it. I'm saying that I didn't because it wasn't until later that I actually did introduce them to her. And that was fun because what happened was a few weeks or about a month later or so, she had lied to me about something really big and then confessed to it afterwards after the fact and i said hmm well now that's uh that's quite a big lie right you know i told her normally i'd let this go but i think some punishments in order i like well played well played <laughs> <laughs> and she hates surprises and she was bugging the hell out of me for what i was going to do and i said no 
I know this is torture to you. I the know, anticipation. I know, yeah, and she hated it so much, but she, she said she loved it as well. What I ended up doing, and I asked her for her measurements so that I could get her a uh, little for big schoolgirl uh, onesie and set up. And she was kind of hesitant about that. I didn't, I didn't tell her what I was getting her, but she was hesitant because she's a very voluptuous woman. So she mm. said, I wouldn't f- be able to find anything in her size. I said, oh, you want to bet? <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. So I found her that outfit and I bought a couple of sample packs from ABU. I bought her some lavenders, um, some space, a couple cushies, and I think that was about it. I bought about four of them, all all in size. I think I think large is what they had at the time. So I'm like, well, I hope this works. So we got those, and I brought everything over when it finally came in, and I told her now because you lied to me, and because you know. Every child knows you're not supposed to lie. That's when I told her to open up each of the bags. And I said, I think it's time I teach you a lesson, little girl. And she was kind of hesitant at first, but she was also really turned on. What? what we're about to do. Yeah, because. What? <laughs> I love it. I, I don't know. I guess uh, just because she loved me so much. And, and as I am, she was excited to, to do something. Maybe she was also just excited not to be in the doghouse anymore. <laughs> Probably that too. Yeah. So I told her, now what you're going to do is you're going to put this dress on. You're going to get all dressed. You're going to do your hair up in pigtails. And you're going to put one of these diapers on. And she said to me, I, said, I've, I, I don't know how to, how to put one of those on. I said, oh, great. Then I'm going to diaper you then. <laughs> how that, convenient conveniently yeah. <laughs> you happen to know how to do that i'm very good at that <laughs> right. Right. so afterwards you know i she got dressed she looked wonderfully cute and i diapered her up powdered her up and then that's when the punishment started <laughs> the fun the punishments the, the punishment, yeah the punishment started so i started spanking her lightly at first and then started upping it because she said that she couldn't feel it obviously Mm-hmm. And then after that, I had her stand in a corner with her hands over her head. And then the teasing started. Uh-oh. The knee bounces <laughs> and the the real deep and heavy teasing. Yeah. And after finally, when she was just a, a hot mess, begging me to quit punishing her, that's when I, her and I did the deed. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That was the actually the first time her and I had done that together. What? So, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. First of all, I don't know how you pulled that off. That's that's some you you've got a good eye for that, first of all. <laughs> you really took advantage of a situation that could have went poorly and you made it awesome. So oh, that's yeah. that's cool. Was that just like a dream come true for you or what? <laughs> oh my god, was it? Yes. <laughs> Was oh, that wow. the first time you had ever done anything ABGL with anyone, or had you tried stuff before? That was the second time. Oh, okay. So you had kind of had a little time to practice and figure out what you liked and didn't like before. From my mistakes, I can tell you that. We all do. We all got to make those mistakes first, don't we? <laughs> I will say the biggest thing about it is confidence. 100%. 110%. But the, the other side of that coin, flipping it over is when you're rejected, take it with grace. Yes. Leave it be, 
Don't discuss it. Push it under the rug. Just continue on. Because that silence, that silent resignation and acceptance speaks volumes about confidence and being secure in yourself. Oh my God. I love that. I love that so much, you know, and also not being self-deprecating about it, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You have to build yourself up. You have to say like how great it is. Cause I mean, personally myself, I have a lot of people tell me how great I am. Not often, but they, they, they do tell me and I don't, I don't get it often. Like I had some people tell me recently, whatever compliments they were giving me, I said, Oh yes, of course I am. Thank you. And they're like, that's not how you're supposed to accept the compliment. <laughs> said, that's how I accept compliments. Cause I don't get them often. <laughs> I'll take them where I can get them then. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you're like, just let me have my moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't you take it from me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you got to take it with grace. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing that's important for me is, um, I, I build myself up. You know, I'm, I'm my greatest cheerleader. So you gotta be, especially when you're into ABDL, cause nobody else is going to be cheering you on for that, right. probably except and, for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just it. A lot of your stuff actually helped, helped me build myself up as well. Really? I, well, yeah, I've, I've been, I've, I mean, I've followed you since well before you, you had dream a little and I've, I've been a patron on and off for a while when I could, when I could support you. So I, I do have you to thank for a lot of that. That means a lot to me. That's really cool. So wait, let's talk about those mistakes first. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> here we go. I don't, you thought you could get away with it, but yeah, no, we're going to we're going to talk it's, it out. It's almost as if I have a fetish for embarrassment. <laughs> we all kind of do in this community, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So the first time was my first girlfriend, my high school sweetheart. So every every classic mistake that you said to never do in your podcast mm-hmm. i checked them off textbook right you gotta you right. gotta go through the list just to make sure it doesn't work right <laughs> right and the funny thing is half the time when you were saying those mistakes i'm like no no there's no way how did she know that that's exactly what i did because <laughs> i did it too that's exactly right. how i right. know <laughs> so we were high school sweethearts but not until and i kid you not the last semester of our senior year we had known each other since sophomore year, but it was kind of a tete-a-tete, push-and-pull type thing mm-hmm. where I really teased her and she didn't really like me and I would, you know, just great school. Up. Yeah. yeah, you know. The big thing is she had a big, and she said this herself, quote-unquote, fetish for Hello Kitty. Mm, people throw away the, throw around that term so easily and loosely, though, that I'm like, do you know what a fetish is? <laughs> now, here's the funny thing about that. When she did a presentation in sophomore year, she was doing a presentation about Hello Kitty, and that's the word she used. Fetish. Fetish. Huh. And everyone laughed because she oh, no. didn't know the sexual connotations of that. How do you not know? Is there another meaning for the word fetish? Well, yeah. The, the original meaning was just like an intense fascination. Oh, that, that's had. what it's original. Oh, so she was yeah. actually right, but everyone was else correct. was just immature. <laughs> Well, it's a it's a it's a class full of sophomores. What do Myself you included. I'm like, haha. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so she actually after after that learned what that meant, and boy, did her face turn red. Oh, I bet. <laughs> anyway, she's she's one of those bubblegum kawaii type girls mm-hmm. that really loves all all things cutesy and and girly. Sex. So I and, thought, yeah, yeah, I thought right, girly and all that. So I thought, oh, this would be easy. This would be great, you know. 
introducing her to this stuff would be like nothing. Makes sense to me. So prom night, which was interesting because I had broken up with her, I think a few days before prom. Oh no. And, yeah. Was it prom night? No, it wasn't prom night. That was something else. Well, we had gotten back together then, but uh, graduation night. Yeah, so we're out of school. We're done and done. We had we were able to escape from both of our families after that we were done. They were done congratulating us and everything, and we jumped in my car and drove off to a far corner of our housing development that hadn't been developed yet. And as two na- two teenagers were, we were we were getting into it. And she was probing for any fetishes that I had. Hmm. And uh, skipping ahead a bit, she says herself that she has absolutely no fetishes. No, (laughs) nothing, no whatever. I was never able to get anything out of her. She even said that she felt guilty because she didn't have anything. And I had all these, you know, things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. The worst she said she had was that she had a thing for rough sex. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I didn't know what that meant either. So. I only tried to do that about twice with her because I was trying to like get into it and I never did anything like hitting her or anything, but I tried a few of the things that people said rough sex is. And by the second time she said, I don't, I don't think I like that. <laughs> Awkward. Okay, okay. All right. Fine. We won't do it. We know I mean, we don't I, like I, that I, now. Okay. Right. Cross that off the list. <laughs> Cross the only thing off the list that you like. We're back to vanilla land. <laughs> yeah. So while we were going at it, in in all of my infinite wisdom, I told her that I was into diapers. In the mo- in the moment. In the moment. In the moment. Okay. In the moment. Okay. You just gonna you're just gonna throw it out there then. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that, that go was, over for you? <laughs> well, we were both so fueled with hormones that she kind of like stopped and she's like diapers. And I said, yeah, big, thick, adult, fluffy, cute printed diapers. And with you acting like my little baby girl, and she kind of stopped, thought about it for a second, went. Yeah. And then we both went back just into into Mackie. Okay. Uh, I underestimated this girl. She sounds cool now. <laughs> well, well. Oh, no. Another turn was, is coming up, she was isn't it? Cool. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it. I'll bring it at the end. But she was wonderful. She was great. I, I loved her dearly. So a few days later, she uh, texts me and she's asking me about about the diaper thing. And the funny thing is, in our text messages, we had a, a safe word for her to, for either one of us to start talking about it, and it was uh, banana cannon. Banana can cannon, like a cannonball. Can- right. <laughs> okay. Uh, just because it rhymes, and she thought it was cute. <laughs> okay. Also, a funny side note: she's allergic to avocados, so oh, our sucks. safe word was avocado. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so yeah, banana cannon, and. Actually, that was it was a signal response. I think she, I would, one of us would say banana cannon, the other one would say anchors away, if it was okay. Okay, got it. So, is so, it cool to talk about this diaper thing? Basically, right. is what that means. So she asked me about that, and she said, "You know, I'm looking this up online, and I don't think I really like it." Well, said, no oh, no shit. What did you find? <laughs> no. I typed it in, and all I'm seeing are are girls. We're in dog cages, wearing wearing dog collars, and eating out of dog bowls. Is that what you want me to do? Wait, what? How did this like, get oh mixed up? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. Turn the computer off. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about it, and I showed her some stuff, some other stuff, and and she was she was okay with that. She liked that. 
And um, so our, our relationship progressed on, and I actually got her some samples. We had gone through a couple of the, the diapers that were available online at the time, and I eventually got her some teddies from uh, Bambino. Right. And one of the great things I remember is um, when she was driving up to see me because we had lived in, we, I, I moved for university and she was still in the, the same town we were in, but we weren't too far away. She was driving up to meet me or coming to see me. And I greeted her and she came in, she came into my bedroom, walked in, turned around. We were talking for a bit and she said, you, you don't notice? What? Oh my what? God. And she said, you're kidding me, right? Like you can't tell. I said, what are you talking about? And so she threw her bags down on the bed and started undoing her pants and dropped her pants. And she was wearing one of the teddies. And I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Okay. That's yeah. the dream right there. Right. What? Are you so, serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. This wasn't a dream. This actually happened. This actually happened. <laughs> I was there. Wow. So what else happened? Oh, yeah, for one of our anniversaries, or I think it might have been a Valentine's Day, she had gone to a sex shop in our town and bought a couple things. One of them being uh, a riding crop, and I think she went to another shop to get a really fancy, uh, I don't know, what do you call it, like a bodice or a... Uh, yeah, like lingerie. like Lingerie, uh, like, like, like something that a dominatrix would wear. Like a corset. Corset, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so... She had asked for a couple of uh, fantasies that I wanted to, to act out. And she wanted to take more of a dominating role. Ooh. I'm like, oh, okay. This is nice. So she came over to my house. She had all this other stuff. And she said, no, you're not allowed to look at all. I said, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll just seclude myself over here. And you get dressed. Do whatever you need. And um, so what we did was... She got all dressed and she had me go outside, walk outside of my house. I said, okay, fine. And we were role playing a daycare scenario I had thought about. And um, so I like knocked on the door and she answered and I said something about like, oh yeah, I'm here to pick up my little brother, blah, blah, blah. And she was dressed as she was with her hair done up in a bun and the corset and everything. She said, oh yes, come on in. We've been expecting you, blah, 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 this and that. And, that. and as it slowly progressed, she was gaslighting me, quote unquote, into thinking that I belonged in the daycare. Wow. And every time that I interrupted, she would hit me with a writing crop. Hot. And, yeah, until <laughs> she got me back into my room, tore my pants off, and diapered me up. And we were getting really hot and heavy into it. And ju just, just before we were about to like really get into it, she kind of stopped broke down a little bit and she's like i'm sorry i'm not good at this doming stuff and then i said no 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 you're great at it you're great and i was consoling her and then i turned it on her oh you switched on and, her yeah and then i switched on her in the immediate thing and started babying her it sounds like she needed that at that point she really did yeah she was not much of a, of a dom after that it's now not for everyone you know now the best story this is the absolute best one i've been waiting to tell but i wanted to say everything in succession she loves Disneyland, and she was always planning for us to go to Disneyland. So, about a year or so into our relationship, I bought us tickets, and we were planning to go out to L.A. 
And it's about an eight-ish hour trip from where we are. And we're gonna take we were gonna take my dad's big old truck because it's nice. It's got enough space and everything. And she said, "Oh, you know, I'll help you with the driving, and uh, you know, we'll split it." I said, "Cool, great." But the best thing was, is I bought some Bambino Bellissimos. Oh yeah, for us to wear. So we had a diapered road trip. That's awesome. Now the greatest the apex of the story was that just as we were starting out. She was starting to fall asleep. And when she was just in that suggestive state, that little cusp of almost falling asleep but still awake, I was talking to her and putting suggestions in her head. And while still driving, my, both my hands on the wheel, just looking over and talking to her, I had slowly suggested to her that she should take her skirt off and just be sitting there in her diaper. And she did it? And she did it. <laughs> asleep. Still asleep, motioning through it, took her took her skirt off, and oh man, I wish I would have been able to reach over and help her take it off and throw it in the back so she couldn't put it back on. What are you, a hypnotist? <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I ever tried it. Uh, I should I was, try that sometime. Just, you got to yeah. wait till they're almost asleep, right when they're vulnerable. Okay, yeah, that's taking notes over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, the greatest thing is she slept for about half an hour like that. And she was twisting around, moving around. And then she started to wake up. And I kid you not, it's like everything came flooding back at once. She slowly, sleepily opened her eyes. They bolted open. She looked down at her pants. They weren't, weren't there. Looked over at me. Looked down again. Put her hands over her crotch. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, what did you do? I said, sweetie, I did absolutely nothing. You're the one who took off your, your skirts. <laughs> She's like, why would you do that? I said, I didn't do nothing. She's all embarrassed. Well, that's still yeah. hot too. Right. And Love I'm like, that. I'm like, like, who do you think's gonna 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 see you, huh? I mean, look, there's nobody around here. I mean, a few of the truckers were happy to see you like that, but <laughs> they're gone. They're long gone. They're long. Way behind us. <laughs> well, that's amazing. So to to put a sad cap on this story, she did end up breaking up with me. And I never really knew if it was because of this stuff or not, because she was very, a will- very willing participant and I never really forced anything on her. Sounds like it. Unless she was about to go to sleep and you put suggestions in her head. No, just kidding. <laughs> Again, cannot convince somebody to do something they don't want to do. True. <laughs> but I, I know during that relationship, if I can be self-analyzing, I was kind of a selfish lover when it came to certain things. So I can understand how she felt that way. And I, and I don't know if she, really cheated on me but i know that she emotionally cheated on me because she kind of checked out of our relationship while she was talking to this other guy at her work and a she broke up with me i guess after she went and had her girls day she said she was going to uh she ended up talking to him and told him what happened and he thought oh hey that means we're a couple now and he put it on facebook and this is before we had told any of our friends or anything. I didn't have friends calling me and saying like, hey, are you and her all right? You guys still get it? So, yeah, we're fine. Why? Because she's like, already in another relationship, yeah, apparently. I'm like, oh my God. Ugh, and the funny horrible. thing is, I called her after that and was talking to her about it. And she said that she scolded the guy, that you shouldn't have done that, this and that. And me still being upset, believed what she was saying. And then she had to go talk to her mom afterwards. But... But you never really found out the real truth. Yeah. But it sounds like she didn't make it seem like she was breaking up with you because of ABTL. 
Right. Well, I, I asked her a couple times, but the thing is, she never gave me a reason for breaking up with me. She more or less just said that. I mean, she gave me the the same old thing of like like she didn't love me anymore, which it's hard yeah, to hear. Right. But I mean, yeah, that's that's how it is. I guess that's all the reason you need sometimes. And it and it worked out. I mean, you found someone else who, you know, like there's still more people out there who are going to be open minded and willing to like explore this with you. And maybe in the future you'll figure out that there's actually someone way more compatible for you out there. I hope so because that first second girlfriend that I was talking about, yeah, uh, she broke up with me earlier this year, the day before Valentine's Day. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, though, you never know. You'll find you might find out like a year, two years, five years from now that that was supposed to happen, and you know you're going to meet someone who's a better suit for you, anyways. Definitely, that's what, what we I all want. hope for, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How can people find you on social media? I got two things here. I got my I got myself. I want to I want to plug, and I do have a friend who he posts some um, deep introspective stuff on uh, ABDL that I told him I give him a a shout out here absolutely his name is apparently me and that's on instagram and uh, twitter Mm -hmm. he does blog post styles where he uh talks about i think a couple things that um people have been having trouble with like with their own identity and and how they can reconcile it with the rest of their social life so i'll I'll send you his information so you post in the show notes great Um, besides me um i am on Twitter, very sparingly, as Ames Wilson, A M E S, and then space Wilson. Forget my at, I think it's at Ames W334. And then I am also on Instagram at that same, I think the same account, Ames Wilson. If not, I'll get you the information on the show notes too. I'll have everything linked in the show notes. You already know. You already right. know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right. Besides that, I oh also my Reddit is the same as uh, Ames Wilson thirty three, and that's that's about it. Perfect. I'll be sure to link to those in the show notes. Well, Ricardo, it was so nice talking to you, and I really enjoyed hearing all your kinky stories. <laughs> thank and you. thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. Yeah, it was it was fun being here. All right. Well, let's stay in touch. Take care. All right. Bye.